Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. The very talented Doobie Lane is back on the ones and twos, making everything happen behind the scenes. And we got some good news, guys. We got some good news. We're going to have college football for now. <laughs> the South saves college football for now. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Also, some mock drafts were released today. Some mock drafts. Ty McShay came out with a mock draft. There were some some interesting sele- or, 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 or spots for some individuals. Pat Sertan at number two. No, no, no. No, no, no. The very Louisiana famous Tommy Chrysan joins us around 720 Central Time. The very famous, very knowledgeable about all things Louisiana. Really just all things sports. Been doing this for a very, very long time. The great Doobie Lane will call him around 720, and we'll get Mr. Tommy in here. Also, the Rudy Poo of the day. All of you have been asking to bring in a Rudy Poo of the day. We will do that. All right, y'all want a Rudy Poo of the day? We'll bring in Rudy Poo of the day. Just kind of, I guess, a segment that you guys wanted, so we will deliver. But before we get started, guys, we got some good announcements. As we told you last night, the official whiskey of AYS, our bourbon whiskey, of AYS, our friends over at Ragged Branch. And we are bringing on another main sponsor of the show, but not before our friends over at GM Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. They take pride in their work and want to earn your business. They're ready to assist you in every automotive and big rig need. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. Drivetrain repair, check engine light, AC work, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, old changes, tire sales, and tire rotations. No job is too big or too small over at GM. VW to KW, they do it all. Leveling kits as well. 
and they can put some new tires on there with you too. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you. All right. Also, guys, we have some great news. As I have told you, and a lot of you people are business owners, so you know this. But we have some good news. Uh, we have a new team, at literally team, that's going to be a partnering, partner, partnering with us over at AYS, and that's your home team. I'm greatly proud to say that we have a real estate firm that's going to be a part of us over in the Ponchatoula area. Guys, you can get you can get over to them. We're going to have a really nice overlay for them, and we're going to be pushing them out. But I greatly appreciate Ms. Tracy, Nicole Laiuza, Jason Lipscomb, all of the great team over at your home team out there in Ponchatoula making everything happen. I want to give them a big shout-out. But we have got it, and we'll be running them tomorrow. Listen, guys, for all their listings, and all their listing agents, they take pride in their work for a stress-free environment as quickly as possible. You can go see them today. Go over to team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com for your home team. And if there's a house, they will definitely help you out to get in it. All right. So the South saves college football. Of course they do. Of course the South saves college football again. Why wouldn't they? Now, I know that we talked about this yesterday, but the Big 12 came out with a statement saying, we're playing college football. Not so much as that, they have came out and said and released today their Big, Ten, or Big 12 schedule with a couple of bye dates with a non-conference game in there. Now, some things that we know is that Nebraska is, is being told by the Big 12, come on over and play. Now, I want to kind of get in a little bit on Nebraska here because a lot of the national media, Desmond Howard being one, Michael Wilbon, a Northwestern grad being another, have come out and talked very negatively, very, very negatively about Nebraska. Why? Because they want to play and they talk ill about the Big Ten? Michael Wilbon, and especially Desmond Howard, Mike Greenberg, For you Big Tim alums that are on ESPN, you cover college football. It's a big part of what you do. So if Nebraska wants to come out and want to play football, why are you poo-pooing on them? There's no reason whatsoever that you should be poo-pooing on Nebraska. The reason that you're poo-pooing on Nebraska, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, It does not make a lot of sense on why you're poo-pooing on Nebraska. But since you are and since you will, I guess we'll have to talk about it, won't we? Doobie, if you can do me a favor, for some reason my my iPad's not pulling up any of the comments. So, guys, yeah, if we have any comments on Facebook Live, I'm not able to see them. That could be on my end. So, guys, if you are commenting, we do appreciate you joining the show. You can hit the like and hit the share, as always. That is on my end. I'm going to try to fix that. It doesn't matter. It would Just whatever, whichever one. It's okay. So, guys, if you are commenting, I greatly appreciate you joining the show. I just can't see you right now, but it's all good. It is all good. We greatly appreciate it. So, getting back into Nebraska. Oh, there we go. Okay. Whatever happened, it worked. It's, it's fixed now. Okay. I don't know what I did. I you called, know that I'm not that. I called Mark up at Facebook and told him he needs to get it together. Oh. You called Mark over at Facebook. Okay. Oh, yeah. I made it happen. But let me get back to this in Nebraska. I don't really, for the life of me, know and or understand why. Why people are poo-pooing on them. Why would you be so mad at a team because they want to play college football because your beloved prestigious Big Ten, your prestigious Big Ten said that they're not playing? Is that why you're so upset? There's no reason whatsoever on why you should be upset. The simple fact that Nebraska has come out and said, listen, we're going to back our players and our team You're getting mad at that because you cover the sport? I don't get it. But a lot of credit goes out to Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, who came out with multiple statements today, but one that really stuck with me is he said, 
we have listened to our players, our ADs and our presidents, and they say that they want to give it a go and play for our student athletes. Now, with that being said, with that being said, if they want to come out and play and the ACC and the SEC want to come out and play, great for them. Great for them. Have you guys seen the trend here on what's going on? The South is saying we want to play, and all the Northern and West Coast schools say that they don't. Now, isn't it about endowment money? And, you know, I I, I know that a lot of teams in the Pac-12 have a lot of endowment money. In the Big Ten, there's a lot of endowment money. And the Southern teams, although poor in, in context of the Big Ten schools, like I think it was – I think Wisconsin has a couple billion. I think Michigan has a couple billion, four or five billion in their endowment. So a a loss of $100 million is not that big of a deal to them when you have $5 billion just sitting there. But for these Southern teams, it is a big deal. Now, we can't take out of the uh, the fact that missing $100 million is not going to be a big deal. More things have come out today in the in, in the South and the Big 12, ACC, and the SEC have said, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna give this a go, and we're gonna be patient." Unlike every Pac-12 and Big Ten school, and now you're gonna go after Nebraska, saying that, "Well, well, they shouldn't be they shouldn't be doing that." Desmond Howard came out, and I'm not sure if you guys saw this, but Desmond Howard came out on ESPN today and said that the Big Ten should kick out Nebraska. Why? Makes no sense whatsoever for you to sit here and say that Nebraska should be kicked out of the Big Ten because they gave a simple statement. They didn't, they didn't, if Nebraska would have came out and said that the Big Ten is nothing but a bunch of Rudy Poos, okay then. But they did not do that. They say that we we really appreciate the Big Ten. They said that we really appreciate every uh, being a part of this conference. However, we want to play. It would have been completely different if they would have come out and said, "Hey, screw you guys, screw you guys." Now, a lot of talk also today, and it has been for the last couple of days of medical ty- or I don't even know. How- Milkotoroditis is what they're talking about the heart. Now, we need to get a doctor on here to explain that to me. But the Big 12 and the SEC and the ACC, the doctors that they have talked to and the SEC doctors have said, it's something that we can handle. This is not something new. Oh, so this that is trickulating with COVID-19 is not something new? Go figure. Esteban on Facebook Live says, yeah, Dez was was heated, talking about Desmond Howard. Don't be nice, Blake. He said that it's their asses out of the conference. He did say that. I was trying to be nice. He did say that. He said kick their butts out of the conference, or a double dollar sign out of the conference. And quite frankly, in my opinion, Esteban, he didn't have the right. A Heisman Trophy winning Michigan State, or Michigan alum, an ESPN analyst says to kick out Nebraska because I'm quoting here. They're not Notre Dame. Oh, so it's okay for Notre Dame to go to the ACC to play football, but it's not okay for Nebraska to go over to the Big 12? That's the problem that you have here? It's because Notre Dame's more prestige? Hmm. Interesting. Are you upset that Notre Dame didn't come to the Big Ten? I know that Notre Dame's glad that they didn't leap over to the Big Ten. Nobody wants to be in the Big Ten right now, not even Ohio State. Ohio State head coach Ryan Day came out talking today about, hey, listen, listen, we need to get this schedule done now. We need to get things in place now. So If we're starting in January, we're ready to go. But here's the funny thing. You ready for the really funny thing and uh, something that I just can't completely understand? Something that I just can't completely understand? Why is it that these kids continue to practice? 
You're going to go through five months worth of walkthroughs to prepare for January, and you think that that's okay? You think that these kids are going to be focused and ready to go to play after five months of straight walkthroughs? Get out of here with that garbage. Guys, I don't know, quite frankly, what's going on with these with these people in the Big Ten. But I kind of want to answer from the presidents. I want an answer from the presidents telling me why they voted no. It's not because of the, the virus. It can't be because you didn't talk about COVID-19. Have you guys noticed any of this? It was never, it's not ever really the talk of COVID-19. It's the, the symptoms of COVID-19 that we know that have been here and have had deep studies of since 2009. So you have multiple doctors that came out with a study in 2009 talking about how this could be an issue for athletes, and now it's just an issue? Yeah, okay. The one thing that the Southern teams are doing is they're buying themselves times with patience. As my grandmother would say, patience is a virtue. But making rash judgments on what your conference should do is never going to be, it's never going to work out. Now, if the SEC, and you guys don't want to hear this, and I get that. I get that. But if the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 do not play because think, you know, if all Power 5 conferences and all of college football comes out and says in a united front, we cannot play. Okay, and if it gets to a point where we can't play, okay. If we get to a point where it's not safe, okay. No one wants anybody hurt. But this agenda pushing in in this year of all years is not going to fly with everybody. Blake Prest says it's all political. He also says, how do you crown a champion with a spring and a fall season? You don't, Blake. You don't. Here's what the Big Ten. Well, here's what the Big Ten and Pac-12 is going to do. So, Blake, what's today's date? I think it is the 11th, the 12th. So, on August the 12th, Blake Press, I'm going to tell you this right now. You know what's going to happen is let's say that Ohio, that the Big Ten and Pac-12 play, which I think that they won't. I don't think that they will play. But if they do play. And whoever comes up with this little playoff, because you know the playoff committee wants this to happen. You know that they want an extra playoff. Or they want some crowning champion. They're going to say, oh, well, Ohio State's the champion. When you could have an LSU, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas, when one of those teams could win. Dylan Landry, what's going on, my friend? He says, my opinion is spring season is a big leap. Players need some sort of offseason. No no question, Dylan. No question. Man, I had three surgeries in an offseason in the time that I played post-high school. Guys get injured, and they have to go through surgery, and they have to recover. There's no way, no how. No way, no how that if you don't give these kids an offseason, that it's quote-unquote safe. Now, I don't want to beat that over the head. I don't want to beat that over the head because I could come on here for months and talk about how crappy it was that they said it was safe because it's not safe. Football is... Huh? What time is it? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know it was that late. Yep, give them a call. All right, Tommy Chrysan. Tommy Chrysan to be our guest. We're going to go ahead and pop him in here. I greatly appreciate him joining the show. Mr. Doobie Lane's going to get him on. Jared Spooner says the Big Ten comes out with a schedule and then canceled the season five days later. It makes no sense. Complete BS. A spring season is ridiculous. Can't have two seasons back-to-back, and that's coming from a Big Ten fan. Jared Spooner, what's going on, my friend? Absolutely, 100%. You can't do it. You want to talk about safety, Jared Spooner? How is that safe? Not close to being safe. Not close to being safe. (laughs) 
if Ohio State fully believes and if the Big Ten fully believes that they're going to pull this off, they're not. They are not. They should have came out and said that they're going to cancel because they're not having. They are not going to have a season in the spring. There's no chance that they do. It makes no sense. They're trying to bind themselves more time, but it's not gonna, it's just not gonna be the case. All right. We have the great and very talented Mr. Tommy Chrysan, who's on the line with us. Before we get to that, let's hop over to Mr. John Patton from Area Home Lending. Guys, we've been talking about him for a while, and a lot of you have reached out to Mr. John with all the recent help of the Federal Reserve. It has pushed mortgage rates down to the lowest that they've ever been. Yes, the absolute lowest that they've ever been. If you're considering buying a new home, saving money on a mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton from Area Home Limited today. Mention the show. That's right. You mention AYS or Blake Rafino through the month of August. He will send his team out for a free appraisal. With over 15 years of experience, I know that John will take care of you as he's taking care of me and so many others. Give him a call today, 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. All right, Mr. Tommy Chrysan is on the phone with us. Mr. Tommy, what's happening tonight, my friend? Well, good evening, Blake. Uh, my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My good friend, Stephen Miller said, listen, you got to get my buddy Tommy on AYS. He's he's a legend. He's he knows all things sports. He's he he's got all the history down. You got you got to bring him on. I said okay. And we're gonna do that. I've been listening to your podcast. They're absolutely phenomenal. We'll get to that and let everyone know where they can listen to the podcast. But first and foremost, Mr. Tommy, let me ask you this. The Big Ten and the Pac 12 canceled your initial thoughts with everything going on in college football. Well, first off, you know, last week they put schedules out, and I don't know what the heck happened between you know, over five or six days, but I just don't understand why they had to make that decision yesterday, okay? Why not say we're going to postpone a little bit and we're going to reevaluate when we get a little bit closer, whatever, but to come out, I think that's just jumping the gun and, you know, instead of doing like the SEC said, hey, we're going to play on September 26th. Now, the SEC may have to come out the week before and say we can't play but at least people will be more understanding. Student-athletes will be more understanding if you do it then. But to make that decision now just boggled the mind, and I think really, really unfortunate for, for all those student-athletes, uh, all the coaches, and, you know, they got layers of people that work in a football program, equipment managers, video people. I mean, it, it goes on and on. I just uh, don't understand the timing or the reason we can suspect the reason. I, I think it's a fear of lawsuits. I mean, it's not about safety or anything like that because I think they're, they're worried that a football player is going to get sick and get this myocarditis and, and get a heart problem, perhaps die, and then they're going to have a major lawsuit on their hands. I mean, I think that that's the fear. And I, I don't have any inside info. That's just my guess. It can't be about anything else because, you know, these schools have students on campus. Why can't a student – get sick going in the student union or wherever the kids go on campus these days. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It's so unfortunate. And maybe they're looking at the cost of the testing. You know, I don't know. But you would think some of these schools have money. I heard you earlier talking about, you know, Big Ten's got a lot of money. Those schools have money, and they can get money if they need it. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just mind-boggling that they would do this to all these student-athletes, and now you're going to throw all kind of kinks into the system and – to the NFL draft and giving guys another year of eligibility. And I can tell you this right now, there's not going to be any spring football season. You might have spring practice like we know spring practice. There's not going to be a season. I don't – what are we going to play football in Columbus in, in January? They check, check the weather forecast. But I'm just saying there's not going to be a season. That's just kicking the can forward, trying to pacify people and get, get the heat off of them. Like, hey, well, we're going to play in the spring. No, you're not. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not feasible. It's not going to work. So once you just, you know, cancel it and, and get ready for 2021 20, football. But what I feel bad for student athletes, I'm a former college athlete myself, not at the level to play major college football. Certainly I was a baseball player. But let's use Joe Burrow as an example. If there was no 2019 football season, he's a fifth or sixth round draft choice coming out of his first year at LSU. He plays the season. He's now the number one pick to Heisman Trophy winner, $26 million guaranteed. Patrick Queen, linebacker from LSU, he, he wouldn't have got picked in the second round like he did 
have to perform in the season. So, and I'm sure all teams can make a list of a guy or two who really improved their stock in the NFL. And certainly they're not all going to play in the NFL. But, you know, that's just one part of the many layers that are involved here. It's just unfortunate. And I think this whole virus thing is a major overreaction to something that has a very low risk and the death rate is microscopic. But, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. Uh, but to, it's a long answer to your question. But, you know, the Big, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, hey, I'm ready to just call it the Power Three. SEC, Big 12, ACC, those schools will never be back on the level. They're going to become like Memphis and ULL and schools like that going forward. They're never going to get back to the upper level, the upper tier of college football. So uh, we can do it right here on your show. It's now the Power Three, SEC, mm-hmm. Big 12, and ACC. Let's rock and roll. Let's kick, kick the ball off. Let's play football. Uh, I mean – it's not a long answer when everything you're saying, Tommy, is is spot on. You know, like it, it's there's nothing in there that that's even remotely close to even being challenged that would be wrong. Now, you know, I, I, everyone talks about Joe Burrow, Patrick Queen, and you're right. And let me throw this out at you. Now, I know I talked about Justin Fields a lot, but he only had one year where he's a starter, and he could come and say, "Well, look, I might need to take a chance." to go play at a team that might have college football, but there's so many things that could go on. Let me ask you this, though. Just a bigger question. Your confidence level of the Big 12 ACC and SEC playing, on a scale of maybe 1 to 10, how confident are you that they're going to suit up this fall? I think it's a 10 that they're going to try to play. Okay, they're going to do everything possible, medically, safety, the whole bit. They're going to do everything possible to play. Now, I'm not a medical person. I'm far from being a doctor. Whether they pull it off on September 26th or, or the Big 12 wants to start before that, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But I think it's a 10 on the scale of, A, do they want to play, and B, will they try to play? Will they exhaust every possibility to play? Mm-hmm. I think that's what you'll see. I think that you will, and I think that, you know, I think that there's not that they're going to exhaust every option, even if they have to push back even till October. I don't think that September 26th is the deadline, if we're being honest here. I think mid-October is the deadline. I think that they would even push it back further to try to have a football season. Tommy Chrysan is our guest, just a, a, a legend around these parts. And it, we're just having a great conversation with him over on AYS. Tommy, let me throw this at you. What do you, how crazy is it? Now, we saw on Twitter today, and a lot of Ohio State fans were really upset and players were upset. Ohio State students went back to campus today and were getting back into their dorm rooms. How is it that in one day you can cancel a fall football season but allow kids on these universities? How just hypocritical does that seem? And should they all just be extremely upset about what's going on? I think the student athletes should be really upset. I mean, they need to be pissed off. I mean, they're having something taken from them that they've worked all their lives to, to try to be a part of a major college football program and a big time conference and to have it taken away. And then they're going to watch people go to class, go to the dormitories or the apartment housing, whatever they have on campuses now. And they're going to watch all of that. I mean, it's got to be disheartening and discouraging. You know, you, you're supposed to be a, a, a higher institution of learning led by people who are trying to help people. They're not helping these student-athletes by what they're doing. I know they're going to get another year of eligibility, but, you know, there's issues with that too. Uh, but it's just it's just unfortunate. You know, I'd be so disappointed. I don't care if I was a freshman, senior, whatever I might be. I don't know, be at Rutgers, and they tell me, well, you can't play football this year. But, but you got to go to math class, and you got to go to the, the student <laughs> government meeting and all this stuff. I mean, it's just hypocritical, as you said, Blake. It's hypocrisy magnified is what we got here. And, I mean, it's just hard to wrap your hands around it. I think I'm a fairly intelligent guy, and, you know, sometimes I can't figure some things out. This is one of those things. It makes no sense no matter how they try to slice it no matter how they try to position it uh you know it's just uh, unfortunate again i'm a side with student athlete 
I always have, always will, that they are the ones who are going to catch the really short straw coming out of the draw. They will, and what do they do, Tommy? What do they do? So these kids that don't have a season, and we, they're not going to play in the spring. Let's just call it what it is. What do they do? Because there's so many questions. So, for an example, if Justin Fields, we keep throwing his name out there, but any kid in these schools and that will be transferred or, or will be postponed to the spring, what do they do? Because we're not 100% sure that the SEC, Big 12, and ACC is going to play. Now, they're going to try. If you were advising so one of these kids or all of these kids on what it is that they should do, would you tell them that they should look into transferring to an SEC school or would you tell them to hold tight? Because the the, the clock's ticking, Tommy, and if they're going to make a move, they need to make a move now. And the NCAA, no question, there's no real understanding what they're going to do, but if you're advising them, what would you say to them? Well, you know, every individual case is different. Uh, if, you're, if you're a guy who has true NFL prospects, I mean, you got to keep working out. you got to find a way to stay there. And, hey, uh, side note, what do you think the NFL wants to draft 335 guys next year that hadn't played football in eight months? I don't think so. But, anyway, you know, now you could have guys in schools that are not don't have a shot at the NFL, and they're a 50-year senior this year. They may say, the heck with it. I'm done with football. I'm going to graduate, get my degree, and, and join the work world. You know, I think they'd have to. Everybody has to make a decision what's best for them. But I would tell all the other athletes, you got to keep working, you got to keep doing it. You're getting another year of eligibility. Do everything you can so that you can still have an opportunity to do something, even if that's in the fall of 2021 when you're playing football again. And to be honest, nobody knows if they're going to play football then. I mean, this is we we don't know what's going to happen in 15 minutes, much less one month from now. So I think that you just got to put your head down and plow forward and, and keep working. If you want to keep playing football, there'll be a lot of people going to say, okay, I'm done with football. Let me finish up the degree. Uh, Dad's got a business. I'm going to go take over that business. You know, there's going to be stories galore here. But for the small percentage that got to play, had a shot to play in the NFL or get into a camp and hope to stick on a roster, you know, keep working. For those of you who still want to play football, whether you have one year left, three years left, keep working because sooner or later we have to hope that you're going to play football again. Uh, make the best decision for you and your family and, and, and try to think of the big picture. Young people, I was young once, you were. You don't always think of the big picture, but as an advisor or somebody who's got a few years' experience on them, I'd say you got to look at the big picture here. Where do you want to be in two years? Where will you be in two years? Where are you going to be in five years? And just try to make the best decision there. Heck, it took me seven and a half years of graduating college. I was having too much fun. <laughs> you know, now I, play, I played baseball, but then once I couldn't play baseball, the eligibility is up. I said, wow, I guess I'm going to go to class and get the hell out of here. It was at Southeastern right down the road in Hammond. But, um, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, everybody, you know, life's not fair. You know, life can be a bitch. You know, sometimes you get a bad break. You, get, you don't get the full deck of cards. You don't get the right hand. Deal with it. It's not about what happens to you. It's what you do about what happens to you. That's what I would tell those people. A couple more questions for you, Tommy. You can follow Mr. Tommy at Tommy Chrysan on Twitter. That's at Tommy Chrysan. I'm going to throw two at you, one baseball and then one Saints. Look, my family has been uh, – someone in my family has been a head coach for over somewhere for close to 65 to 70 years, Coach Jeff Tajon. And Coach Clay Tajon, a lot of them. My my grandfather By was the way, at I, I, I'm interrupt. I'm interrupting you, but I went to college with Jeff and consider him a, number one, a great guy, number two, a, a great friend. Oh, I didn't know that. Small world. I'm going to have yeah. to text him and tell him we had you on. Yep. Hey, look, yeah, he's been doing do it for that. a while. And then tell and tell him I said hello. I sure will. I sure will, my friend. Uh, one baseball question, Tommy. The baseballs looked really good. Okay, I, I get I get the COVID nineteen and I get the positive coronavirus tested the test from these guys, but look, baseball has looked really sharp and really good. Why do you think that it is? Now the pitching hasn't been great, but the hitting has been phenomenal. Look at some of these teams that are having 10, 11 hits a night. Why do you think that that is on such a short? They didn't have a long time to get ready for the season, and now that they're in it, they're looking really good. Why do you think that that is? 
normally in a normal schedule, the pitching's always ahead of the hitting and the hitting catches up. But what what we had this year, the pitchers, you know, they they did they couldn't keep throwing when it when we were shut mm-hmm. down and they didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. The hitters could keep hitting, okay? I, a friend of mine who's on a major league roster right now, you know, I was talking to him. He, he was working out very lightly. Uh, he's pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays because he didn't know whether they are going to say, hey, report next week or a month later. You know, it would, be, it would be a month later. So he didn't want to get too ready and not be ready enough, but he had to kind of – so that's what I think is happening here, and the hit was just destroying the pitching. I think we've seen a few more injuries than we would normally see. I, I love baseball. I, I'm, I'm happy to be able to watch it, and, and I watch you know baseball as much as I can uh, possibly watch. Uh, so I, I think that's the reason for that. But I think some, some of the pitching will catch up a little bit. I'm just glad to have baseball, albeit the way we do have it, I don't like the seven-inning thing and the extra-inning thing. I think that's like playing in a beer softball league at the rec park. But, you know, anyway, it is at the Dixie Youth At the Dixie Youth field or the country club on, at Franklin. Let's put a guy on second. Yeah, at the Franklin Youth <laughs> playground. A game break out at the Washington Parish Fair or something, you know. I mean, you know, it's just crazy. <laughs> So, you know, but right. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to have what we have. And, you know, hopefully it can get all cleaned up. And, you know, their goal is to get to the postseason. They've had issues, bumps in the road, particularly with St. Louis and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they, they want to get to the playoffs because that's where the money is. Blake, you can always follow the money. You can follow the money on this college football stuff, MLB, whatever you want. 99% of the reason for a decision is financially related uh, in one way or the other. Right. One more thing, and I'm going to get you out of here. The Saints came out with a statement today saying that no fans will be in the stadium only for the home opener. So even New Orleans is saying, hey, look, we'll just, just chill out for a minute. Let's not do this. Let's just wait for the season opener and come out. The Saints have been struggling the last two years. They, they, they're getting there, but they haven't gotten to their ultimate goal. What do you think is going to happen to the Saints this season? Do you think that they're able in a coronavirus year and possibly the last year of the, the Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, do you think that this is the year that they get it all? Well, first off, I don't know why they're saying today you can't have fans. Hey, we live in an immediate world due to the Internet. There's no reason they couldn't wait till a week before the game and make that announcement. That, that's my two cents worth. I know there's lots of things to happen. But, hey, I'm old, old enough to remember when the city and the wall has moved a Super Bowl by one week. You know how many things had to happen to move a Super Bowl by one week after 9-11? <laughs> I mean, Bingo. they had to move conferences all over. I mean, it was – they had – and we didn't have the, the mass computer world that we have now back then, and they had to move conventions. I mean, it was hotel rooms. It was the biggest task ever. They pulled it off. So why couldn't you tell the Saints fans one, the Sunday before the 13th, which would be, what, the 6th, hey, you can't come next week, or, yeah, you're welcome to come. I'm glad they said only one game, because then their next game is against the Raiders, who said no fans. And then they're back home against the Packers. So maybe by then they can let some people in, maybe jumping the gun. Now, the New Orleans Saints, you know, they, they're going to be – I think they're going to have got a great shot for big-time success because without the training camp that people normally have or preseason, that's going to affect Tampa Bay and Carolina. Carolina's got a new coach, obviously Brady into Tampa Bay. You know, I think they needed that time because the Saints are a good football team. you got a Hall of Fame quarterback you got tremendous talent offensively and defensively. Like him or not, I think Sean Payton's a heck of a football coach. And I think I the Saints are going to be in a good spot. Falcons are the Falcons. We all know about the Saints and the Falcons. And, you know, the Falcons are Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, they can beat the best team in the league and then get beat by 50 the next week. So, And the whole Saints-Falcons thing, we know that story. I think the Saints are in a position, uh, especially with the fact that Carolina and Tampa, you know, are going to not – they're going to be hindered by no preseason and whatnot with the stuff they got going on. I think the Saints got a great shot to win the NFC South and get into the playoffs, and then anything can happen. And you got to believe that this team will be hungry. Peyton, I, I think Peyton's great at creating the right mindset in the locker room. And you know they, they don't want to. They, yeah, they want to win the South, but they want to win the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, they want to win the NFC, but they really want to win the Super Bowl. So I think when you throw that in there. I think they got as good a shot as anybody else in the NFL uh, to get that done, stay away from the injury bug a little bit, and, and go play some football and, 
and uh, hopefully I don't have to stop the schedule like MLB has had to do. But you got to be ready for everything. Again, it's not about what happens to you. It's about what you do about it. Mr. Tommy, I greatly appreciate you joining the show. You've been absolutely fantastic. Tell everybody where they can follow you on, on, on your social media and where they can catch the podcast. Well, social media, it's Tommy Chrysan. It's on the screen there, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I got a podcast called Talking Sports with TK. It's available on all the major platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart. I mean, it's on like 15 different platforms. Just search <laughs> for Talking Sports with TK or connect with me on social media. I'm always putting links there, and I'll make sure you get a link. We put out several a week, and if they start playing football, that'll go up a, a while. You know, I had 30 years in the radio and television business and kind of retired from that, but, but still love it and still stay very involved. And podcast was, was a way to keep involvement. And uh, talking sports with TK, search for it, click the favorite button, share it with your friends. Again, it's available on all your major podcast platforms. Thank you, my friend. We'll have to have you on soon. This was fantastic. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate you having me on. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. Mr. Tommy Christ saying, man, just a wealth of knowledge. Just such a – guys, you asked me. You asked me. You asked me to start bringing on great guests, and we are. What fantastic. All right. Here's what we're going to do because we did start off a little late, which that's all good, baby. We got a couple comments in here, and I'm getting a couple texts. Doobie, people are asking us to start doing the show for two hours. <laughs> I mean, we easily could. We easily could, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. All right, let's go over to the Boston, our main, or one of our good sponsors over the Boston, and we'll, we'll wrap it up with one more segment. You want the best seafood in the North Shore? They got it. You want the best steak in the North Shore? They got it. You want the best seafood in the North Shore? They got it. Guys, since we are still in phase two, give them a call, do some dining out today. You can go over to the Boston. I went over there a couple days ago. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I had me a shrimp chicken quesadilla with with some beans. I, I forget what else they had, a little appetizer. They brought me something out. It was absolutely fantastic. They want us to come over there and do a show, a live show. We're going to have to do that. Guys, you got to get over there because everything over at the Boston is very good. Give them a call today. You see it right there, 985-748-5555. Tell them Blake Rafina over at AYS sent you. Okay. Guys, I'm not sure if y'all saw this. I want to get to the Rudy Poo of the day. I kind of touched on who I wanted to be the Rudy Poo of the day, but I think that we're going to talk sports because I don't want you going somewhere else and like, you know, oh, well, I came to a sports show and you didn't talk about sports. We're not going to do that. Okay. Ty McShay came out with a mock draft today. Some of these guys are very questionable on the selection of where he has them. Now, number one, Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. Not right now, pal. I mean, he's going to go there. He's the number one overall pick. Unless he got catastrophically hurt, he's going to be the number one pick. Here are some things that I think are just highly questionable. Number two, for the Washington football team, he's got Patrick Sertan Jr. or the second. But Pat Sertan out of Alabama going number two to Washington? No, sir, way. No, sir. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. LSU showed you last year why Pat Sertan is not going number two overall. If Jeff Okuda and Patrick Peterson don't go number two overall, Pat Sertan's not going to be the one that climbs into the top two. It's not going to happen. So I think he's a top, I think he will go in the top 20, but number two, not a freaking chance. And number three, Pinel Sewell out of Oregon, Joe Burrow, as we all know, needs some offensive linemen. Number four to the Carolina Panthers. Justin Fields. Here's where some LSU guys and an LSU guy takes place. Number five to the Miami Dolphins, Jamar Chase. Could you imagine Tua Tagovailoa and Jamar Chase, Alabama to LSU? Good Jesus. It. I mean, 
first off, if you're going to put Pat Sertan Jr. at number two, you better flip-flop that at minimum because Jamar Chase ate Pat Sertan alive. Jamar Chase is a top three prospect. You could possibly say top four. I would put Lawrence, Sewell, and then Chase. I don't think that that's really arguable at this point. But could you imagine Tua Tagovailoa and Jamar Chase would be nasty. Getting through some of these, getting through some of these. Do you guys remember the LSU-Texas game when Calavon Chasson could not generate a pass rush in the left tackle that shut him down and uh, and Samuel uh, Kuzmi? Calavon Chasson couldn't do anything, anything against Texas. And I come out and I start tweeting and sending messages on Facebook that, hey, whoever that left tackle is for Texas, he's going to be a first-round pick. Number 12 to the Denver Broncos per Tom McShay is Samuel Kuzmi. Jalen Waddle's in there. You got Devonta Smith, the local A-8 kid, going number 10 to the Arizona Cardinals with Larry Fitzgerald possibly going to retire. I could see that. Number 19, guys. The big man. In the middle for LSU, Tyler Shelvin. I mean... Everything that we heard about Tyler Shelvin from a freshman until now being a first-round pick at number 19 to the Tennessee Titans is crazy to me. Got to lose some weight. Got to get a little bit more quickness, but he'll be fine. That would be all of the LSU guys. Here's something that I want to I wanted to pick out and kind of point out. McShay's got New England at 26 after everything – that New England has done. He's got him at 26. I don't see that. He's got him taking inside linebacker Dylan Moses at 26. Hey, if Cam Newton doesn't work out, you got to go get a quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they traded up to go get a number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I don't see them being at 26 and picking Dylan Moses. I think that just goes to show you where kind of Todd's head here is. Now, it is it is his first version, so we're going to cut him a little bit of slack, but eh, I just don't see it. Number 31, so that means that New Orleans Saints, the, the New Orleans Saints, would get to the Super Bowl and get beat by Kansas City per Todd McShay as he has New Orleans drafting Oklahoma wide receiver Charleston Rambo. Now, Rambo did make some big plays against LSU and made some big plays. You need some wide receivers because we don't really know how long Emmanuel Sanders is going to be here and is going to produce, so we will see. But that was the mock draft and some notable mock drafts out of Todd McShay and what he said. So, guys, I know that you're going to stay here and you're going to comment. What do you think? What do you think? Everyone that's listening on the podcast or Chris Landry Football Twitch, what do you think? Now, we need to bring Chris Landry on and, and, and kind of give and see what his kind of mock draft would be, in a sense, versus this to give us a better understanding of what's going on. But that would be fun. All right, Mr. Doobie, we're running out of time here. You got anything? I know that we were kind of – it was a jam-packed show. Sometimes, dude, an hour just doesn't feel – Yep. Okay, run that, Doobie. Run that. Guys, oh, no, you don't have to. I thought yeah, you were telling me that Yeah, I was about to say, I actually have it in Photoshop working on it. Uh, behind the scenes. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were sending that to me to say that you could run it. Never mind. Doobie, it's a jam-packed show. If there's one thing, all right, we got about three minutes here, but if there's one thing that I've been asked more than anything is, hey, can you go longer? And I was like, outside of my wife probably. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say outside of my wife asking me that. That's a joke, guys. Ha, ha, ha. It's a joke. But people keep asking us to go longer. They want more than a one-hour show. But, guys, I tell you what, it's tough. It's yeah, tough. Debbie, it, what you got over there? Well, I was going to say about longer. I mean, uh, that's a, a good possibility on a Friday night. Uh, who knows? Maybe a Saturday, Sunday, you know? That's all something that... 
we can look into. Well, Friday for sure. But uh, I'll tell you what, Tommy, I enjoyed that, man. Like straight, Dude. no sugar coat, straight to the point. Uh, I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. I like that a Stephen lot. Stephen Miller, I did not know Mr. Tommy. Did not know great. him. I liked it, man. Stephen Miller, who's a great follower and great friend of me, said, look, you got to reach out to Mr. Tommy. You got to bring him on the show. He's he's amazing. And he, boy, did he deliver. It reminds me. I keep a guest, if I keep a guest on longer than 10 minutes, or 12 minutes, you know that they're de- that damn good. And we kept them on for 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, it, like, I mean, so. It reminded me of Bruce, kind of like that Noga sugar coat. They were like, why, you know, asking questions. Listen, but just, they were good, man. Go ahead, dude. Yeah. Of the last two nights, of the last two nights of guesting, holy moly. That, we might need to look into maybe a little bit longer than, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be tough for everybody. All right, we need to get on out of here. Doobie Lane with God, it's just so quick. Yeah, that went by fast. so quick. That went by super fast. D- Dylan Landry said, well, you better watch out, Blake. The wife's going to get you. He, she sure is. She's going to come busting through that door. Not like Ben does. He <laughs> he, he comes in full force. Dude. He th- runs through there and is like, ah. Watch yeah, whenever he, you're going to be live and you, the door's going to open. You're just going to have something smoky in the face when you live on stream. It would be oh, very, probably. very funny, and it would be Ben. It would be funny. It would I be feel funny. bad, you know what else? funny. He runs in here all excited. God, we got to get out of here. He runs in here all excited. Da-da, da-da, da-da. I love him. All right. Doobie Lane was back on the ones and twos. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.